Hello, and welcome to the Climate Friendly Travel Podcast, where each episode we speak to the great and the good of the global travel and tourism industry to learn more about what they are doing to ensure that the principles of climate friendly travel are being advanced. I'm Jed Brown, your host for this week's episode, and today I'm joined by Kyle Taylor from Eco Lifestyle Lodge in Barbados. Tucked away on the hills overlooking the dramatic seascape of the Bajan East Coast, Eco Lifestyle Lodge is the realized dream of New York native Kyle and his partner Meriam, who traded the hustle of city life for a slower, more meaningful pace when they moved to Barbados several years ago. With their young family in tow, they firmly established themselves in the local Bajan community. With numerous awards already won for their eco endeavors, Kyle tells me how they established themselves as the number one eco-resort on Barbados. Enjoy. So Kyle, you are most welcome to the Climate Friendly Travel Podcast. Great to have you on the show. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you for having me. Uh, thank, thank you for joining us and, um, and relatively early in the morning for you guys as well. Uh, so that's greatly appreciated. Look, let's get straight to it, Kyle. Um, we're dying to share with our listeners a little bit um, about this fabulous property that you've got over there in Barbados. Um, how about you give us a little bit of an overview um, to the Eco Lifestyle Lodge? Absolutely. So we are on the east coast of Barbados, which is what you call the rustic um, coast. I think you've been there before, yeah. so you know what it's like. Yep, it's, it's a whole different environment. Um, you know, you have the, the breeze is turned on probably about 330 days a year. So you, you have this wonderful breeze that's coming in and you have the drastic landscape of the, the cliffs and the ocean, whereas on the other side of the island is very tranquil, beautiful in its own right, white sand beaches, everything you think about, it, you know, a tropical island. But where we are, it just gives you that other dimension. And what people that come and see us are typically people that want to escape, um, whether coming from international or even in Barbados. You have a lot of people actually staycations in Barbados. If you think, you know, people are like, wait, you need a vacation from Barbados. But yeah, the hustle bustle of ordinary life anywhere is hustle and bustle, right? So people come to that side of the island to actually escape. But we have 10 rooms, um, all ocean facing with uh, private decks. And uh, yeah, it's just nestled in the coconut trees. It's wonderful. And it's a, it's a wonderful place just to um, just to chill out as well. There's lots of little, I, I, and I should point out to our listeners, um, I had the great fortune of, um, of visiting Barbados and uh, and senior property last uh, last June, and um, lots of there's lots of little places and nooks and crannies around about just to just to chill out actually and enjoy that breeze as well, isn't there? Yeah, there is. We have several decks, you know, that are just like oversitting the gully, and because we're elevated above a, a above a gully and a cliff, the way that we built out the decks is that you're kind of sitting in the trees. Um, so we have put like these little places, we adapted to nature, you know, we, we didn't remove any trees when we were doing all our work, we built around them so that you, you really feel that you're just sitting within that natural environment. Yeah. And, and all of the, um, all of the, the, the rooms that you've, that you've got there as well are, um, they're fabulously done out. I was, I was obsessively taking photos. It was, um, it was Tiffany at your place who was showing me around and, um, I was yeah, I was obsessively taking photos of the of the rooms because they've all got quite a unique and wonderful charm to them as well, and they're 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 fitted out with everything. I mean, they've got everything right. 
Yeah, they're full amenities. So uh, each of the rooms, uh, and there's different levels of rooms that we have. Um, mm. But even you know, from the simplest room, you still have you know obviously your own bathroom. Uh, you have a cooking plate. You have uh, you know your kettle and you know a toaster oven. So if you did want to do some in-room in cooking, you can. And that goes all the way up to we have rooms with full kitchens and living rooms. So it depends on you know what you're looking for, but we have something for everybody. Uh, but we try to, from a, from a decor standpoint, you know, it's that boho chic. It's very, very simple. Uh, structure, our main structure is about 140 years old. It was a, an old house called Train Watch because the train that you used to run around Barbados went right in front of it. So we, we've adapted into this older style house, but just, you know, made it so that it's extremely comfortable for our guests. Um, but as a, a rustic approach to it. Yeah. Do you tell me this? Do you get a lot of, um, do you get a lot of long stays there? We do, um, especially during and during the pandemic and post pandemic. You know, where, where the uh, the the digital travel is, we're happening more and more, and I think that we're going to see that transition within uh, tourism. We've seen it, and I think it's going to continue where people realize that they can work from anywhere now. So we do have people that come and stay for months at a time, um, and we do do discounts on the long term stays as well because we are conducive to that, right? Because like I just mentioned, all of the rooms that we have. You can cook, you can do everything you need. Plus, we have an in-house restaurant as well. So in case you, you didn't want to, you can just eat at the restaurant, but you have the ability to cook on your own. And we have many uh, local markets that you can buy fresh fruit, fresh fish, fresh meat, whatever that you need, um, and any kind of provision to get yourself settled in. If I, if I was going to be based, if, the, if, the, if, God forbid, a pandemic was to come back again, and I was going to have to be isolated somewhere for two or three months, I tell you what, one hundred percent. I'll be booking in. <laughs> I, I, you know, we we were, you know, during the pandemic, it was such a horrific thing for everybody. Um, and from a business standpoint, we had to shut down. Our whole island shut down for eight months. But if you were stuck here, it was a great place to be because <laughs> you know no one's coming in, no one's going out. So we had this isolated area. We had very few cases, and you know, although we had some restrictions, it's just that you were stuck in paradise for say, right? Yeah. Um, and it was a good time, especially for our. Place too. A lot of people just come to mentally unwind, right? Yeah. There is something about, I don't care, you know, if you're in Barbados, you're in Tahiti, you're on the, you know, the English uh, coast uh, or anywhere, um, eastern uh, seaboard of, of Americas. There's something about that ocean air that just you know, rehabilitates yourself, right? You just take in that air and it's just relaxing. It's meditative. And where we are, it's always there. I mean, you can't escape it. It would a good way, you know, it's coming right at you. Yeah, it was it was quite welcome that breeze a few times when I was there. Listen, tell us, um, you know, it, it's remiss of us. You, you are you've got a wonderful, wonderful property there, and an incredible location. It's done out, like you say, in this kind of boho kind of um, style, which is is wonderful. Um, but actually, as well, one of the things which really sets you apart is your sustainability credentials. Um, tell us a little bit about, I mean, you've, you've mentioned there that in the building of it, you know, no trees were cut down or anything else. Um, but you you go way further than that, right? Yeah, you know, it's interesting. Uh, so when we purchased the the uh, hotel, the woman before us was green certified as well. And she she was, I think, ahead of her time. Her name was uh, Yushi. She was a German woman. Great story for another time. But she uh she was doing a lot of the, the right things which in my eyes in my eyes are low-hanging fruit led lights you know uh doing recycling uh which again simple things that people are doing not using heavy bleach and chemicals right 
all these things that you know everybody should be doing on day to day. And what we saw when we purchased it was like she had a great idea, and how can we enhance that? So we took it a step further, where you know all of our shampoos, our conditioners, our body wash are all organic. So we just changed everything to be almost fully organic, plastic free. Um, and local as well was another big thing that we wanted to do. So, you know, it, again, if, if you look at, we don't use harmful chemicals and things that we do, we recycle our water. We are now one of the, the first in the Caribbean and certainly the first in Barbados to be off grid without power. So we were able to start up with a company called Acceleron out of the UK. It's actually a Bayesian gentleman that started it. Now he lives in England. And what they do is energy as a service. So if you think about a SaaS model, right, which is wonderful, they actually put in the infrastructure of uh, battery, photovoltaic, uh, and inverters so that, that you don't have to put in the CapEx, you pay them instead of the utility. So what that's actually doing is that's giving you the ability to be sustainable by taking it off grid. It also gives you the backup of power when the, the power goes down. And as wonderful as it is being on the east coast of Barbados, with that wind and everything else, you can lose power. So now we have that that uh, that backup as well, which is wonderful. So you know we we're we're constantly trying to find new things that we can do, um, and every day, even something as simple as the rag in the bag. You know, we 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 saw this somewhere else, and you know we're happy for people to take things from us, and we try to learn and now travels from other people. But when 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 people go to wash their their face, you know they use a, a washcloth, and especially women with makeup, put it on. Guess what? That's kind of ruined, right? And most hotels throw it out. It's done, right? And they just they basically are running through towels and all this stuff. Like, so what we do is we use older rags, we wash them, they may have a stain on them, and we put those in a separate bag and say, please wash your, your face with this if you're taking off makeup, taking off dirt, and things like that. Very simple things like that go a very, very long way if everybody can make these changes. Mm. I think that you know, in tourism, we have a responsibility. Um to try to be as sustainable as we can for the local indigenous environment that we're in, whether it be the people or the environment, right? Um, as well for the guests that, that are coming in as well. I think that we owe it to them. Do you, do you think what you know when we talk about sustainability and properties? Do you think at, at this stage now in 2023, do you think it's being driven now harder by the tourists themselves or by the properties and the industry? Absolutely. There's many studies um, and stats saying that tourism, tourism and tourists are demanding that that be more sustainable. So you have three factors, right? You have the tourists, your clientele that's saying, look, we want to know that when we go on vacation, we don't feel guilty, right? Those days, and, and, and those days of, you know, it's where's that luxury, and you and I would talk about this offline, about like luxury and going into a room that's air-conditioned, that the air conditioner has been on for 12 hours before you get there. And then you open up your only doors and the air conditioner is still on. And then you leave. And just like all that waste of power, is that luxury? Like I think that now tourists, you know, a, a, especially the younger generation, like they don't want to be wasteful, right? They realize that that is waste. So they're just trying to figure out all these different things that, hey, you want a good night's sleep, you want air conditioner. I get it, right? But what are we doing with that power? And do we have to waste it as such? So the tourists are demanding it. Government is mandating it, right? depending on where you are, you know, and if that's a recyclable program, if that's a power restriction program, if it's a water saving program, that the governments are getting behind this as well, right? And then there's just the, the owners of the hotels just want to do the right thing. 
So you have those three factors that are, are absolutely transforming the industry. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's true. You know, we, we like you said, we we spoke briefly offline about um about what is luxury, and I think that that the old school of luxury is an abundance of anything and everything that your heart desires. And and I think you're right. I think you know the times are changing now, and I think the next certainly the next generations. God, even even my generation, we see that excess as we're uncomfortable with that excess. And I think you you hit on it there as well. Is increasingly as the world is moving more sustainable, you know, we're feeling the guilt. You know, we're feeling the guilt. I, you know, I, if I'm drinking out of a Starbucks cup or something like that, I, I feel that guilt. And I think there's um, there's a big market in guilt offsetting. Actually, you know, we we talk about carbon <laughs> offsetting, but you know, what about guilt offsetting? I I want to offset my guilt a little bit because, frankly, I feel guilty yeah. doing anything these days, and anything that I can do to help uh, feel less guilty, um, I'll certainly take. You know, it's 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 actually the reason that we started our sustainable water company was partially around guilt. You know, the the fact that you know you need a bottle of water, but you go and buy a plastic bottle of water that's traveled halfway around the world and it's not going to go anywhere in the land, flow of an ocean, but you need water. So we came up with an alternative that is guilt-free bottle of water. You know, <laughs> that's, that's you know the business that we created based upon that. Um, and, and get back just into that, that the whole tourism aspect is that, yeah, you want to go on vacation where you can feel good about yourself, right? And that's the idea, right? You're on vacation to feel good. So if you can go to an environment that has the luxuries of space and environment and service and great food, but doing that in a mindful way that you feel good about that as a guest, what's better? I mean, there's nothing better than that. Absolutely. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Um, and look, you you know, you guys have won, you've won quite a few awards recently. You've won the best uh, boutique hotel in Barbados. Um, you've won the most sustainable hotel in Barbados. Uh, you must be pretty proud of that one. Um, what's what's next for you guys now? I, you know, I, th- I think that uh, it's, it's an ever-changing market, you know, for, for the hotel itself and the environment, we, we're we're blessed to be pitched on a gully where we have a natural water course that comes through, which we started capturing the, the water to figure out a way that we could have enhance a waterfall system with a big pool so that you'd have a natural flowing waterfall into that. I think you may have walked down into the gully where yeah. we have a, a, cob, a cob sauna down there that's made from clay and a cuscus grass, yeah. uh, which is pretty phenomenal. So just enhancing that whole everything would be the, the next part for the property. And then from a sustainable standpoint, look, every single day we're, we're trying, you know, we just have a meeting this afternoon with our restaurant to talk about what other products can we incorporate local that we're not doing already? How can we, you know, enhance that? So you, you can never do enough, right? There's, yeah. there's, there's always something more you can do. Yeah, love that. Um, what, what piece of advice would you give to, look, you know, we have a lot of um, hoteliers and accommodation owners and providers from all over the world uh, listening to this podcast. Um, what 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 advice would you give to um, to any of these accommodation providers out there um, on their own sustainability journey? I think that you know if if you're just starting this, just make simple changes. Right? Simple changes go a long way, and they're very easy, and they won't cost you anything. So you know, again, if you're if you're recycling, if you're you're using LED, if uh, you just you know watch your water and your power consumption. Uh, there's there's certain buying local those things are easy let's call it the low-hanging fruit and they should be adapted no matter what right 
Then when you start going into things that are going to, you know, affect your operational costs, you have to look at it at you may spend a little bit more on things, you may spend more, more on quality. It's still, you know, as we all know, because we're in, there's nowhere in the world that you don't pay more for sustainable product than you do for a cheap product, right? We all know this in anything, whether it's food or it's a clean product, shampoo, whatever it may be. But that product is going to go a lot further for you. And you can, and you should use that, you know, that marketing, right? Let people know what you're doing so that you're actually getting something out of it. So you should do it for the earth. You should do it for yourself, but you should be able to get something out of that. So make those small changes and then go into the bigger changes, but look at what your operational costs are and see what else can we do that, you know, are going to be able to offset and, and do it. You can't do it all. You can't do it all, you know, do what you can, you know, and take baby steps and just move in, in the right direction. I think that's great advice. Um, we will have to leave it there, Kyle. Um, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us on the Climate Friendly Travel Podcast. Um, I would urge anybody and everybody, if you're considering going to Barbados, um, to, to book in with you guys. How are the bookings looking this year, Kyle? Great. Yeah, we've, we've had a phenomenal season. I think everybody is looking to get get away from wherever they are right now and unfortunately it's cold in a lot of places so it's like yeah. weather's absolutely perfect here you know so, um come on down and for the people that are doing you know low season traveling which barbados is a great place for it if anything i would urge you to come here more so than you know that you don't need reservations everywhere you go right now you can i went trying to go out to dinner last night you know you couldn't get a reservation anywhere in town you know i mean it is absolutely packed great for the for the island but if you want to come you could come in june july august when we have our kadumit which is our carnival phenomenal times to be here you know you have the whole island you know to move around with prices are much lower as well so low season lower pricing and we offer absolutely offer specials during that time so come see us fantastic i'll, I'll be i'll be booking in myself kyle hey listen thanks a million for your time I wish you every bit of continued success um with all that you're doing and look forward to catching up with you hopefully next time uh, in Barbados. Absolutely. Thank you, Jeff. So there you have it. Huge thanks again to Kyle for sharing his insights with us today. And if you want to be truly inspired, I highly urge you to check out their Eco Sky Water project, which might just be the solution to water shortages around the world very soon. It's truly incredible. If you'd like to learn more about Eco Lifestyle Lodge and their ethos, and indeed see the property for yourself, and I would urge you to do so, then please do visit ecolifestylelodge.com. And you can join Kyle, Eco Lifestyle Lodge, and hundreds more like-minded people and organizations by joining Climate Friendly Travel, and indeed become an ambassador by signing up to join the SunX registry at climatefriendly.travel or of course you can email us at info at thesunprogram.com. But that's our show for this week. Thanks so much as always for your company. And remember, when it comes to climate-friendly travel, every small step forward is a giant stride when we all step together. <laughs>